One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wrestling legends make Royal Rumble 2022 return. It's a major spoiler on the WWE draft. Maybe. Christian Cage's next Impact title challenge has been revealed, and it's a doozy. And Awesome Kong's been inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. Hello, good morning, welcome to What Culture Wrestling here. I am Andrew Pollard, this is the Solo Sunday News. There's a whole load of stuff to get into. I hope you're having a great Sunday, whatever you're doing. If it's a, a day of rest, if it's a day of work, seeing family, friends, doing absolutely nothing, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, and we've got some wrestling news for you, so I guess we should just get straight into all of this and start with... With, uh, to me, this is a, this is a massive story, but that's because I'm an expat Mark. Uh, I'm a one, two, three kid Mark. To be honest, I'm I'm I, I'm dating myself there slightly. But Sean Waltman has seemingly teased that uh, maybe an appearance in the Royal Rumble next year. Uh, now he said that he's he did an update on his Wrestling for Life podcast, uh, rest, well Pro Wrestling for Life podcast. Sorry to give it its full title. Uh, basically saying that his recovery from knee surgery, which he had earlier in the year, he is looking to be back in action by January. Uh, as he put it here, I'm just going to read a quote off. So, just in case, I would like to be ready by Royal Rumble time. That's not something that's my main goal. Go do the Royal Rumble. But if they called me, I would do the Royal Rumble. I love WWE, and regardless of what's going on, I guess that's maybe the mass firing to the rearranging of the company, I still have love for them. And so I would like for them to be the ones that host my return matches. But if not, there's plenty of other people that will. And that's a sentiment I agree with totally, that if you've got yes show him up when he's 49 years of age but the dude if you've seen pictures of him recently is in insane shape the, the best shape i've ever seen him in uh, the best shape of his life and yeah I, to me just the the, the prospect of seeing sean waltman in a wrestling ring whether that's wwe whether that's on the independent scene whether that's AEW, whether that's impact whatever that it just seeing sean waltman in the ring puts a smile on my face forget all the x-park heat yes okay that was a thing and that that's just a phrase that's become so lazily used the dude is he was so ahead of the game, especially when he first came to prominence as the one, two, three kid in WWE. This just that that I guess it will go into be the cruiserweight style, the junior heavyweight style. It was something that we hadn't really seen in mainstream uh, pro wrestling, well, North American pro wrestling at that point in time. So yeah, if, if the one, two, three kid, if Sean Waltman, if X Pac, six, whatever you want to call him, if he's in the ring by January of next year. I'll be a very, very happy man. And hopefully something happens with that. It would be cool to see him in the rumble, but it's it's nuts to realize that. I mean, this is a guy who has wrestled as recently as April 2019, I think it was, where he teamed with Jushin Effin Liger and Hurricane Helms. Hurricane Effin Helms. Uh, yeah, what, what a trio that is as a team. Um, but yeah, this is a dude who was active as recently as April 2019. Then, obviously, there was a bit of a layoff in the pandemic. Then he's had knee surgery. But 
in this whole time that he's still been wrestling to 2019, his last WWE match was 2002. Now, that is nuts to think that you've got a Sean Bowman who's been wrestling, let's say, just to this day, um, for argument's sake, and he hasn't, he hasn't had a match in a WWE ring for basically nearly 20 years. It's insane. July 2002 was his last match. And it's so insane that his last WWE match came before Shawn Michaels had returned to the ring. That's how long ago it was, because uh, obviously Michaels will be back in that uh, unsanctioned match at SummerSlam, the August. Um, Waltman's last match was 2002, July. Just insane that. It blows my mind, that stat, when I saw that this morning, where it's like, oh my God. And it makes sense. It's right. It's correct. But you just don't piece it together that it's been that long, because obviously he's been in good graces with WWE. He's a two-time Hall of Famer, WWE Hall of Famer. So it's just, it's it's mad to see. When you think of all the returns, even like the one-offs in the Royal Rumble, um, it's crazy to think that that Sean Waltman hasn't made an appearance and hopefully yeah that'll put a smile on my face like I said I'd, I'd be very cool with that but away from Sean Waltman and to a possible spoiler for the upcoming WWE draft could Drew McIntyre be heading to Smackdown I think it's a massive yes but <laughs> even before I saw this this latest story um but yeah the advertisements for where is it I have it written down here Baltimore's Royal Farms Arena uh, it's advertising that Drew McIntyre will be challenging Universal Champion Roman Reigns on the 1st of October Smackdown now that first October show is the first night of this year's WWE draft so it could just be merely that you know both rosters are going to be there it could be some sort of cross-brand match between Raw and Smackdown or some people are seeing this as a, a further indicator that McIntyre will be moving to WWE's blue brand. I, I think just, I mean, you look at the lay of the land the last few months, I think that Drew McIntyre to SmackDown makes so much sense. I think it will happen. Um, like I said, before I saw this advertisement, I thought McIntyre's off to SmackDown anyway. You need to have some some big moves in, in, in any draft and, you know, a two-time former WWE champion now, Drew McIntyre, a main event player, uh, somebody who's main event at WrestleMania. He's got that big win against Brock Lesnar in, in his back pocket as well. So there's all, Drew McIntyre is a top, top star right now. And if you're going to move a top, top star, McIntyre seems like the best fit for me because let's face it, I mean, after he was unsuccessful in trying to get the, the World Bowl, the WWE title back from Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre's largely been, I, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but he's almost the, that character that's been treading water on TV. We've had him in rivalries with Sheamus and with Jinder Mahal. Uh, and it's it's just, and obviously recently he's interacted with Damian Priest. And to me, that just seems a little way of giving a, a bit of a rub to Damian Priest before McIntyre goes off to bigger and better things on SmackDown and, and probably a rivalry with Roman Reigns somewhere down the line. Those two had a great match, but I've lost all trace of time because pandemic so it feels like it was forever ago was it was it last year i i don't know but reigns and, and drew had a hell of a match at a survivor series would it have been it probably was it's sunday morning it's sunday morning it's yeah um but anyway yeah drew mcintyre going to smackdown i'm for that i think it makes just so much sense it's it, it does feel very much like the creative process for drew on raw is it's it's almost like a sense of they, they've been killing time i guess is one way to put it until move they, they can't plug him into anything major because it just looks like that move to SmackDown is on the horizon. And like I said, he's being advertised now to face Reigns on the first night of the draft. Um, and I think he will very much be staying on SmackDown by the time the draft concludes on the following Monday, because the, the SmackDown on the 1st of October is the first night. And then the, the Monday, the 4th of October is the second night of the draft on Raw. So for me, Drew McIntyre is going to SmackDown and I just see this as a further indication of that. Now, from WWE to Impact Wrestling, always happy to give some love for Impact here lately. I mean, just 
if you've not been watching Impact, you're missing out on, on a great wrestling show each week. It's they, They've been knocking out of the park for the last, God, man, year or so. Um, I'd say more than that, 18 months. You've just got so many people there that are just hitting home runs all the time. Someone like Gilly Parasso, who's just been one of the great performers on the planet for the last 18 months or whatever it is. So, yeah, well, just over a year. Yeah, either way, Impact's been good. And last night was Victory Road, and last night saw Christian Cage retain the Impact World title against Ace Austin in the main event, hitting the Unprettier to get the win. But while that the match itself was great, I think it was like 30 minutes it went, it was, it was a really good back and forth match, Christian getting a W. But for me, the biggest story is after that match, out came Josh Alexander and it was five words, he said, bound for glory, option C. And that's like, yep, I'm, I'm here for that. Option C, of course, is a concept introduced by, what well, it was TNA Wrestling back then in 2012, where the X Division champion can cash in the X Division title, vacate it, uh, and they get a shot at the world title. Uh, the first person to do that was Austin Aries, and he, he vacated the X Division title, went after Bobby Roode's world title and won it. We've had Chris Sabin's done the same. I think it was Bully Ray. Uh, Chris Sabin cashed in on, uh, for lack of a better term. And yeah, it, Christian Cage versus Josh Alexander. I am here for it. The instant classic versus the walking weapon. Josh Alexander. I talk about Deanna Parazzo being a standout of, of impact over the last year or so. Josh Alexander, it was... For, for people who were watching Impact for, for the last couple of years, it was one of those, it was it was really disappointing to see the North broken up. That, that was a tag team with Josh Alexander and Ethan Page, or legal Ethan Page. Uh, and so it was, it was disappointing to see them break up, and obviously Ethan Page has gone into AEW, but man, as a singles act, Josh Alexander has just been smashing it, putting on great matches here, there, and everywhere, making that X Division title feel important, feel like a big deal. Something that, is, being honest, it's probably not felt like a big deal for a long time until, until obviously Josh Alexander's got hold of it and just put on banging matches after banging matches. And I'm sure when he faces Christian Cage at Bound for Glory, it will be one hell of a banging match. And to me, that's that's where you do the title switch. Yeah, okay, Christian's had a nice little run here. He's had a few matches he'd had. I think that was his third title defense was, was at Victory Road. And I think if you're going to take that belt off Christian Cage, there is nobody better to put that on than Josh Alexander. I, I, I expect him to win that title. That is Bound for Glory on the 23rd of October, I believe that is. And already that's like that's a that's a must see event for me. Just that's a must see match, and uh, it's sure to deliver. I'm sure it's going to be an absolute classic between two. Uh, well, I mean, there's not enough good things to say about Christian Cage as a wrestler, and and like I mentioned, then with Josh Alexander this past year, he's just proven how great he can be when when the spotlight's put solely on him. And man, this this is going to deliver. Watch it; it'll just be a dud now. I've, I've hyped it up, <laughs> and I'm getting all excited about it, and it'll just be something will go wrong in it. But now I've got I've got total faith in both of those guys to to deliver something big. Um, and speaking of big news with Impact Wrestling, we now have the latest inductee of the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame, and it's Awesome Kong, one of the greats of of that company. When you think of of, of the, the the top top stars of TNA as it was back in the day, or Impact Wrestling now, one of the people who really brought so much attention to that company was Awesome Kong, particularly when she had that her rivalry with Gail Kim, which was just perfect man that was just in terms of you've got that monster heel in awesome kong and you've got the uber baby face in gail kim it was just they just meshed so 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 well um and yeah it was announced at, but then well there was some impact tapings over the weekend but there was victory road there was tapings for the knockouts knockdown which is the the special that's coming up on i think it's october the 9th 
Um, that was recorded, and as part of that, it was announced that Awesome Kong will be going into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. Uh, and as part of Kong's induction, she dedicated it to Daphne Unger, who she sadly passed away earlier this month. Um, and yes, yeah, so Awesome Kong is in the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. That's if anybody is worthy of that moniker, man, it's Awesome Kong. Just like I said, it was she was so important for that company in making the Knockouts division. Just much, must, much, must watch television back in the day. Um, her and Gail Kim, just phenomenal matches, phenomenal rivalry. And it was one of those rivalries that they could revisit every few years and it still felt fresh. They still brought some into it. There was nuances to it or they even had them team up. Obviously, Awesome Kong announced her retirement last month at NWA in power. And that was a moment where she shared with Gail Kim in the NWA ring. And that was, and goosebumps there, goosebumps. Uh, that, was, that was a really cool moment where those two just got to have a big old hug in the middle of the ring burst into tears everybody watching at home is probably bursting into tears if you don't if, well, if you didn't you clearly do not have a heart uh, but yeah awesome Kong going into the impact wrestling hall of fame awesome 19 year veteran but won the knockouts title twice which a little bit surprising she thought maybe there would have been another one or two runs on that although obviously uh, some of her reigns were lengthy so there is that i uh, won the impact wrestling won the knockouts tag team championships had a brief spell as karma in wwe uh, and i guess more recently as well was seen in aw in the early days of aw as part of the nightmare collective where she was going around collecting i was gonna say scalps that would be that would be a bit too brutal collecting bits of people's hair for brandy Rhodes, but that that faction didn't quite work out and, and yeah uh, i boy awesome kong man if anyone deserves a spot in any hall of fame to do pro wrestling it is that lady absolutely phenomenal talent and Congratulations to her on that. Uh, wrapping things up, we've got one question here on Twitter that's come in from Mark Solid. How you doing, Mark? Thanks for getting in touch. Uh, he's asking, well, my thoughts on when and how we can get Adam Cole versus Switchblade Jay White. Mark's proposed three matches to an AEW, one in Impact. Whew. It's a, a tricky one with that for me because... I mean, obviously there is there's clear tie-ins there. You can just lean heavily on anything to do with Bullet Club uh, and, and the elites. That comes all into play. Um... For me, I think, I don't know, if, if they were going to go with Adam Cole versus Switchblade Jay White at some point, which I hope they do. I mean, these guys have only had one singles match ever, and that was 2017 for Ring of Honor. Adam Cole won that one, for those wondering. Um, to me, if you're going to go with this, I I think you almost have to take it to impact. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, you, you've got you've just signed Adam Cole to AEW, so you want Adam Cole featured on your programming, on Dynamite, on Rampage, whatever you want, because Adam Cole, baby, is a star um, that, that that guy brings in eyes. But I, I think you have it by, I don't know, I think you have the, the AEW side go to impact. And that's something that's not massively happened. Obviously, we had Kenny that was that was appearing for Impact. We've got Christian Cage appearing for Impact now, but it just feels in this, I don't know, the forbidden door being open. Um, I, I feel that it's maybe it's a little bit one-sided so far. I think that it's great that Impact gets exposure on AEW television, but I think that you need to, I don't know, there needs to be a bit more of a spotlight on Impact. Um, I, I think that you definitely, I mean, this isn't to do with Cole and, uh, and Jay White, I think you definitely need to do more with the women's division there, the, the knockouts, you could bring some of those over to, to AEW, you could have some of the AEW women go over to, um, just like something like Jordan Grace, they literally could just kick down that forbidden door, turn up, slap around, I don't know, Britt Baker, and that's something that's like, wow, this is cool. And then let's see what we do on Impact. And I, I think with, with Colin and Jay White, I think that you 
you need to lean more into I think Impact need more back in this relationship, if I'm being honest with that. Um, I feel like I'm going on a massive off-tangent off, off almost. Um, yeah, I just think that you do that. Maybe you have Adam Cole go to Impact Wrestling um, with, obviously, with the Good Brothers. And I don't know, maybe other people go as well. Maybe the Bucks go over there. Maybe Kenny goes over there. I, I just think, I think you have Adam Cole featured on Impact Wrestling and then somehow that's how you get to a Jay White versus an Adam Cole. And that match would be great. I think the promos would be great. I think it would be for entertaining television. And obviously, of course, you can have Jay White turn up on AEW, which is something I think we're all waiting for, waiting to see what happens. But I, I don't think you really need to go with any of that just yet because it is, you just want to, you don't want to stagnate, but you want to let things simmer for a little bit. You've just signed, if you're AEW, you've just signed Brian Danielson. You've just signed CM Punk. You've just signed Adam Cole. Everything's bubbling away nice. And you just want to kind of give those talents room to breathe for now without adding say a jay white to the part i think jay white obviously goes what i say is a phenomenal uh, professional wrestler um, it's, so adding him to any roster is never a bad thing but i think for now you you don't want to muddy the waters too much and also i mean supposedly we've got the the, the aw arrival of uh of bray wyatt of wind and rotunda at some point soon possibly as soon as I think it was the 29th of September was one date that was was thrown out there. So yeah, I, I think you. I, I'd love to see Adam Cole versus Jay White. I think maybe we don't get it quite soon. Uh, well, just quite yet. And I think when we do do it, I'd like to see a lot of that more focused on Impact. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a massive Impact fan today because I'm excited because we've got Josh Alexander versus Christian Gage coming up, and that makes me very very happy. Well. That's kind of it for the news today, though. Just to wrap things up randomly and cold, uh, <laughs> I've been Andrew Ballard. Follow me if you want on Twitter at Cultured Left Peg. I can't promise it'll be fun, but maybe it will. Follow us at What Culture WWE. I really do hope you're having a great Sunday. Whatever you're doing, whatever you choose today to, to, to do with your day, just enjoy yourself. Have fun. Speak to people. Go and see those closest to you if you can. Or reach out, have a chat with somebody. It's good to talk. It's good to talk in the words of Bob Hoskins. But yeah, have a great Sunday. I hope you're full of energy and beans. Unlike me this morning because I need lots more coffee, which is to the side of me there. Uh, and I will catch you probably next weekend. See you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.